Made it low, get ready to get rolling. Check your deck, wanna know what you're holding. I refuse to lose. Give me them cues. I'ma do the step, tell me what you wanna do. Come on, let's go toe to toe. Mama let my strength on, ready to win, yo. Give me the mic, I'm finna rap about it. Don't matter about it, chatter about it. Let's snap. Snap, 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 snap. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snap, 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 your weekly Marvel Snap podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm the other guy, Nate. Nate, dude, it is with great joy that I can say here on the podcast, Jeff, the baby land shark, is finally in mm-hmm. Marvel Snap, man. I have the card. He's probably up on screen right now on YouTube, just showing off his cuteness. And uh, I got to say, man, uh, Jeff is a lot of fun. he's he's fun sneaking him into the different lanes you know i I played a few matches earlier where uh some galactus players thought they got me with a you know a turn four galactus then a turn five spider-man it's like uh you forgot about jeff the baby land shark you fool you fool (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like uh it's like this i'm sure everybody knows this phrase in japanese from just anime and just Memes and all that stuff, but that Omoiwa Mu Shindoru thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff's saying that right now. <laughs> there he is in your lane on top of Iron Man. Boom, baby. Let's go. Dude, I just have to give you props on like, like I would, you handled that with verve and confidence. And I was just like, nope, don't, no, not me. I can't, nope. I can't. Nope. That was, dude, you talked pretty. I did. Man. I pretty. tried. I tried. It, <laughs> it's the one thing in Japanese I know, aside from Arigato, thanks to the band Sticks from like the <laughs> 80s or 90s, you know, so that's all, that's all I know. That's all I know. So you got going for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got going for me. But yeah, man, it is, I got to say, uh, we're going to be talking about the recent patch notes uh, that happened uh, on April 18th. And man, I got to say, uh, this is just me, but I feel like Marvel Snap, you know, it was fun before going into mm-hmm. the, you know, going into the season. But now I feel like it's just, it, it feels, it feels good again. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a single Shuri Red Skull deck since the patch. Not one. I've seen a bunch of Galactus and Sandman, mm-hmm. but that's it. That's what I primarily see. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I was still playing my Shuri deck. Uh, but it's, and it's like I was telling you, the way that I played my Shuri deck, it didn't affect me. Um, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times what I would do is turn five vision into the Shuri lane, these nerfs, the, the patch, the updates, whatever, uh, going through them, dude, like, and and I know that we're going to go over them in a little bit more detail, but like when you first like tagged me and, and sort of like shot me, like, they're like, Oh, check this out. I I was like, Oh, this feels really good. You, You know, because I think last time, last, last update, you and I were both like, man, this this just feels yeah, like just, it's like not it's okay, but uh. it doesn't feel bad. But it's just like this doesn't really fix a lot of the problems, um, especially with like the nerf to Quinjet and stuff like that. I was like, mm, but mm-hmm. it's like, but this this I you know they they really kind of killed it. They the the bringing back yeah. leader, you know, as making him viable. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, can't say that I'm like a huge fan. But <laughs> yeah, like I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Well, before we get into uh, the patch notes, I do just kind of want to get a uh, say a few things about Jeff real quick. Um, I don't know that he's worth the six thousand tokens, but I will say I am having a dang good time with that card. So it's just I've basically been running him. I, I stream this a little bit. If anybody's watching, if you're watching this episode on YouTube, you can go check the past live streams. Uh, there's one with a thumbnail for Jeff. We tried a few different decks, tried to get him to work in a Cerebro deck. It didn't really work. And then I had him in a, a control style deck and that seemed to work really well, which is just, it's basically just a Sandman deck with uh, Jeff thrown in there. Worked pretty fine, but it's like, it's a ramp Sandman deck. It's good on its own. But this one I've been playing recently is um, one I saw from Dexter, where it's Jeff in a Cerebro 3 deck. And man, I got to say, it's really, I don't normally like playing Cerebro decks, mm-hmm. but this is a good one. It's got Rhino in there to break the uh, the locations that can mess it up. Um, it's got Valkyrie in there to, you know, make things three cost and then beef them up with Cerebro. It's, 
it's a good time, man. And it's been really good. And it uh, it tackles Galactus decks quite mm-hmm. well. I've been stealing some eight cubes from these Galactus players uh, the last couple of days, man. And it's been it's been fun. So is it worth 6,000 tokens? I don't know, but I'm definitely getting my money's worth. Uh, I'm getting, I'm having a good time out of it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. Jeff is worth 6,000 tokens to me. Yeah, I, and I think that's like the, the thing is like, where he's really going to shine is like i obviously he's going to like he's going to more than pay for himself in sort of a cerebro three deck because he's going mm-hmm. to be a three power that you can sort of drop anywhere um yeah so th- i mean that's op- most obviously where he's going to shine but yeah like i think just even the fact that like he can be played as an additional card on a sandman you know against the sandman deck yeah. you know or yeah. as part of a sandman deck i mean because like you know, hey, you know, it's not a huge play, but Shuri and then uh, Jeff, that, that knits you eight power in that lane. Mm, I didn't think about that. So that would be a fun That would be a fun thing to try. You know what's really ridiculous about Jeff that I saw uh, on someone's – I can't remember who it was that was streaming it. But I saw someone play a card into Space Throne and then play Jeff in there next turn, and I'm just like – what? <laughs> Nothing can this prevent him from nuts. being played anywhere. Like, yeah, no, it's they really mean it. You can play him anywhere. It's nuts. Yeah, it's just, oh, uh, it's it's crazy, man. Jeff is Jeff is a wild card. I love having him in the game. Just seeing the stuff he can do, and so yeah, yeah, he's he's a good time. I can't wait for more people to to get a hold of him as he kind of drops uh, down in series and more people get access to him. He's a he's a really fun card. He's a really fun card, but. Speaking of fun cards, they've made some cards uh, maybe a little less fun, in my opinion, more fun, especially a couple of cards we're going to talk about here. But before we get into that, I got to talk about um, Kitty Pride. We talked about her in the last episode or the episode mm-hmm. before. She was live in the game for a couple of days and then they deactivated her. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting to hear more mm-hmm. about Kitty Pride, what's going to happen with her. Is she coming back to the game? When is she coming back? Um, they did an announcement for Kitty Pride ahead of the patch for mm. April 18th. Um, and Kitty Pride is coming back into the game in May. So not this month, but in May. So just a, a few more weeks. Um, and what they're doing for the people who bought Kitty Pride from the token shop, spent 6,000 tokens. They're, the game uh, second dinner is giving those players 8,000 tokens back as a yeah. refund uh, type of thing, which is just awesome. And then on top of that, they're giving, they gave players a Kitty Pride avatar from the base card. Just, I got to say, hats off to them on mm-hmm. that. But Nate, they didn't stop there. Nope. They said when Kitty Pride is, comes back in May, Every player gets her for free. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I I had a feeling they were probably going to compensate the players who bought her and spent the tokens. Cause I mean, that would just be a, a, a good faith gesture. Mm-hmm. But giving everyone the reworked Kitty Pride that works similar to how she did before, there's a little bit of a rework on it, so she doesn't quite break the game, but still functions mostly the same mm-hmm. uh from what i'm gathering but everyone's getting kitty pride dude it's gonna be a crazy month of may kitties will be everywhere dude gonna be kitty pride is gonna be all over the place you know um yeah because well and what she she empowers so many decks um yeah yep. so yeah it's just like you're gonna she's gonna she's probably gonna become one of the most used and abused one drops in the game um Absolutely. So because she's kind of functionally just some of the streams I've watched where she's played, she's kind of better than Sunspot mm-hmm. in in a few regards. And it's like, man, she's she's going to be the new Sunspot. I, I, I've got a feeling, man, I feel like she's going to be the new Sunspot. And uh, I'm not mad about it, <laughs> especially since we're getting her for free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like you said, uh, giving the players who had already bought her from the token shop the, their tokens back within a little bit bit of something you know but it's like Mm -hmm. apparently it took like they had to like fully rework her it wasn't just like sort of like hey let's let's sort of tweak the card a little bit they they had to basically uh if i remember reading the patch notes right 
uh, it basically they had to, they were like, well, the way she is doesn't play nice with Marvel Snap's engine. So it's mm-hmm. either she's got to just be like redesigned from the ground up or we, you yeah. know, and it's like, so yeah. But hey, you know what? Like, I think it's cool. I think, uh, I'm looking forward to sort of getting her and sort of playing around with her and, and seeing what kind of hijinks I can get into. But you know what though? Yeah. It's, it's like you said, they, they sort of did that and everybody's like, Oh, this is really cool. And then a few days later they roll out these patch notes where everybody's like, say what? <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know about you, but I have seen nobody be really upset about the, like, because every time we get like a patch or an update, like, it, you know, most people are like, oh, you know, oh, they did this, they they mm-hmm. nerfed this, they ruined this, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. They killed this kind of deck. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen any of that with this, this latest yeah. patch update. I think the, the closest thing that I've seen to it is, um, I think somebody, you know, I said to you, like, oh, they brought leader back. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like somebody yeah. was like, oh, well, leader's playable again. Like, yeah. yeah yeah and i and i gotta say i i think the change to leader um is actually good mm-hmm. i don't mind it makes them useful again but not overpowered to where it's kind of like okay this is just insane why why is he this powerful now i feel like is, he's a balanced card in in my opinion we'll get to him um here shortly you know we've got the patch notes pulled up here i'll have them up along uh, side us here talking about it in the video if you're watching on youtube as well um but yeah man let's let's dig into these let's kind of get some of the the other stuff out of the way real quick so we can mm-hmm. dig into the meat and potatoes of what they changed um just want to go over they did change the token shop as well so you now have a, a weekly spotlight there in the middle so if they release a new card that new card's right there front and center for you to pick up if you want it for that first week which is really good um i know a lot of people when they would typically release new cards, it wouldn't show up in the shop. It was really frustrating. You'd have to wait who knows how long for it to finally rotate into your shop. But now it's going to be right there front and center for you to pick up on day one, which is really nice. You have another uh, section uh, in there that you can move it over. You're going to have a series four or five card right there. So if you're looking for one of those, it'll be there alongside the weekly spotlight. And then to the left, you have your ultimate variants that'll cycle in every time or every eight hours. And so, you can really choose what you want in your token shop. You can pin things as well uh, like you could before. And man, I got to say, I love the new token shop. I have that cable variant pinned in my token shop. Yeah. I'm just saving up my tokens. I'm waiting for me to just pull them, man. I got that Nimrod in there too uh, last night and I was like, oh, I want that too. Beefy, beefy Nimrod was there and he was like, he was looking at you. He was looking yeah. at you. He's like, let's destroy things together. I'm like, oh, next time, baby. You know, <laughs> it's just, I want that cable variant. But yeah, so they did that. I love the token shop update. Looks really good. Um, they did drop cards from series five to four. Those cards are Ghost, Stature, and Modoc. So those are now 3,000 tokens versus the 6,000. I actually got Ghost in a collector's reserve. Okay. That, like after a patch, I opened it. And I'm like, cool, let's try this out. I'm glad I didn't spend the tokens on her. <laughs> but I mean... She's fine for what she is. I think she's fine for like, especially like if you can use her to counter a death Galactus deck. Like the the most ideal Mm -hmm. position is if you can throw her in that Galactus lane and then you know that they're going to be playing death and null. Like they're death and Mm -hmm. null pop and you can, if you can drop a Shang-Chi in there, it'll pretty much like claim the lane. But it's like, and there there are some cards that benefit on just flipping last. Like in, in making sure yeah. that you have seated priority. Um, I will say probably my favorite play that I've had with her so far, I put her in a Thanos deck. And so it's been fun to have ghosts out there and then someone plays an enchantress and it doesn't hit all the like all those cards I played in that lane that were going to be ongoing. Like they flip over after enchantress uh, does her thing mm. and then it's like, OK, cool. I can still have my abilities. So you didn't get all of them, you know, yeah. so it's 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 cool it's cool it's nice to see uh then you have cards that drop from series four to three you have shuri bossed valkyrie super scroll black panther i awesome lineup of cards going down to series three man i I, i'm gonna say this i discounted bossed so much i was like "Ah, it's a dumb card you don't need it i use i use her in just about almost all my decks that i play regularly it's just 
very versatile card. Plus, you pair it with Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh she gosh. is at the heart yeah. of like the the most functional uh, Mister Negative decks I've seen. Um, she's one of those cards that like until you really see how it works and you sort of see it in action. That's exactly it, man. I, yeah, it's one of those cards you got to believe to see and just see how it's played. And then once you do, it's like, oh, okay, fair enough, that works. I mean, plus, I, it still blows my mind that you can play boss and it hits your Mysterio, and then all of the all of the cards. The main Mysterio card and the illusions are three power, and it's like it's a mini Doctor Doom. It's my favorite thing. You love to see it. It's just it's really cool. So definitely don't sleep on those uh, listeners. And also let us know if you're going to be picking up any of those. You're going to be you know you do get a free mm-hmm. card to pick up uh, each season. So let us know if you're going to be picking up any of those with your free cost card. Uh, but with that, let's get into the updates to the cards themselves that they dropped here. And man, it we knew a nerf to Shuri was coming. Yeah, I mean they told us. They said we yeah. be addressing. Shuri. Yeah. So. But the question was, how would they do it? You know, we kind of we kind of brainstormed a couple different ways that you could kind of tweak the card a little bit without really ruining it uh, a few episodes ago. And, and the change that they made to her was one that myself and I think Nate as well and uh, several other people would thought would just made sense. And she her cost and power are the same. She's still a four two. Uh, but instead of her on reveal being a double the power of the next card you play, it's if you play your next card here, double its power. Yeah. There's a couple stipulations there. You play um, Shuri, and then if you play your next card there, it doubles in yeah, power. Yeah, whatever so. the next card you play, the next card, as long as you play it in that lane, it doubles the power. And mm-hmm. I think, honestly, that maintains sort of like the card integrity, like the card identity, yep. because it was like, that's yep. what Shuri did um, mm-hmm. without completely breaking the game because now what it does is it does sort of add a little bit of restriction because before i mean we all we all mm-hmm. saw it we all most of us did it it's like you know you don't know where i'm gonna yeah. drop that big nasty i'm i might hide it behind mm-hmm. a cosmo i might hide it behind an armor um or, may, yeah. or maybe i'll find some other way to put it out of reach um yeah but now it's like you see shuri coming out you you know what they're gonna do next turn um mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. I it's it's one yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's just kind of like, okay, like um it makes sense. Uh and mm-hmm. th- it actually provides workarounds. Like there there are ways to like stall it and maybe change it out. So Yeah. And that's what I like about it, is it it feels like it just makes her more balanced in that regard, right? It, it there's a little bit of a risk to playing Shuri now. Mm-hmm. Um whereas before it's like you there there wasn't much risk, right? Um and so now it's like you you can play something here, but you got to watch out for Shang-Chi. You got to watch out for Valkyrie, which you had to watch out for Valkyrie before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's cool. I, I like the change. The, or, or it's like maybe, you know, I think we're probably going to see Arrow doing a lot of like, especially if like I'm playing yeah. Arrow and re- like you drop Shuri and I'm like, I have priority going in the next turn. I'm going to use Arrow because before that card even flips, yeah. I'm going to pull it out of that lane. It's not yep. being played in that lane. Yep. Shuri's effect shouldn't take hold. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's cool, man. I'm I'm all in favor of this change. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, I haven't seen a single Shuri Red Skull deck mm-hmm. since the patch. So, I don't know if people just stopped playing her, or if um, if maybe I'm just getting match made with people that aren't playing that deck. Period, and, and it's like higher rank up um, that are playing those decks. But I haven't seen a single one yet. It's uh. It's a nice change. Nice change. Don't hate uh, it. The next one here that they did change. Next one that they changed here. Uh, they finally addressed Leech. And they changed him up a little bit here. Uh, this is a bit of a buff to a degree. But at the same time, um, it's a little more balanced. You know, uh, one of the big issues with the Leech was people would put him in a Lockjaw deck. And then Leech would come out, turn four, boom, all your cards are gone, right? Mm-hmm. Huge problem. They've removed it. They've updated the card. He still maintains the same cost and power, so he's still a 5-3. But now his his uh, card text reads, it's no longer an on-reveal ability. It's just an innate uh, ability yep. to the card, like Dracula, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, those cards. At the start of turn six, remove all abilities from cards in your opponent's hand. So 
it still accomplishes the card's job of, you know, holding the Sarah decks at bay, you know, keeping them from those explosive turn sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't stop it. If Leech gets put down on the board, turn four, turn five, doesn't matter. He's going to do his thing. It, your card, you know what's coming. But it gives you some some kind of, you know, uh, ideas or just like, okay, I see it. Let me see how I can play around it real quick before I get to turn six. And I, I got to say, man, this is this is a really good change uh, to the card, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's like you said, overall, he's a little stronger because it's it's you can't stop the ability short of destroying the card. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's yep. not on the board, then his effect won't kick in. But right. It's like, you know what, though? Like and I kind of like it because you know, even if you do, they do manage to fish him out early. It's still sort mm-hmm. of locking down the turn. It's not ruined because the, the biggest problem that they they were kind of like not addressing was like when he come out turn three or turn four. That's enough to nuke your hand. Like, and unless you're playing yeah. something with just tons of raw power in it, basically a Sauron style deck, like yeah. you're you're done. You're you're kind of over and yeah. and. You know, and it's it doesn't actually the way that it works, too, is so turn six, it nukes your hand, then you draw your card. So just like, right, you know, there is that sort of like that opportunity for maybe you to get like something really great on the turn six play, like as far as a pull. Um, and it, yeah, but it's it actually sort of does what leech you you want leech to do without just right. ruining the game early on. And I personally, that, that was the one that I was like, I saw that and I was like, I mean, personally, I I just like to see the little green booger just annihilated, like just removed from existence. Um, (laughs) Just deleted from the game entirely. Um, But if you're going to keep them around, I don't hate this. I don't, I don't hate it at all. It feels for the first time, I feel like that card actually feels manageable. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And man, it's just. It's wild uh, to me. I mean, just to read through the patch notes, and here we are, and we're two for two. And I'm like, man, these are really good, really good balances, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to the third one here with Lockjaw, and this is one, and we, and I know we talked about this on the on the mm-hmm. show that I kind of wish that they would change to Lockjaw. You know, when we were going into the some of the changes to to Thanos and all that. I really love this change. This is something I wanted the card to be for the longest time. So again. Lockjaw maintains his cost and power, 3-2, which is fine. Uh, His ability goes from after you play a card here, swap it with a card in your deck, to after you play a card here, swap it with a card in your deck once per turn. So now Lockjaw lanes are not just locked locked down to be a casino-type lane. Now you can play maybe Wasp in there and then your next card, let's say a Thor you want in there, right? Mm -hmm. And you can... Wasp will get rotated out. Thor sits there because that's your second card you're playing in the lane. And now it's just way more manageable, man. I was so happy uh, personally to see this change. I'm like, this makes it more manageable to play. And you kind of have to think a little bit more, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to throw in your lockjaw first? Cause that's going to get rotated out. And then what are you going to play next? So it just, I think, I think that's an awesome change to be honest. I think this adds to lockjaw just strategically, but it also slows mm-hmm. down like the, just the, the chaos engine that was lockjaw. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. y- you know, it's like turn three. If you've had, if you had wasp and lockjaw in your hand, it's like, well, there you go. It's like basically mm-hmm. two cards for free. And then you have, yeah. you know, turns four, five and six to just shovel one drops in there and like, you know, wreak all sorts of havoc. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, I, yeah. I don't hate that, that at all. I think that's actually a really yeah. great call. And like you said, I think like the other thing it does is it does allow you to have sort of a more strategic sort of approach to him as well. It's like, and now you can yep. actually build in that lane and not just like, because yep. like once you throw Lockjaw in a lane or once you, it used to be when you threw Lockjaw in the lane, you're like, hey, whatever happens here happens. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rolling the dice for the next couple turns, man. <laughs> so, I mean, but like I said, I, I, I look at that and I'm like, it, it, and again, it maintains the, the identity and the integrity of the card. And and mm-hmm. adds to it at the same time, sort of limiting the abuse that you saw. Yeah, 
I, I, it's yeah. it, it, like they they are batting three like they they are killing it right now. They like yeah. this is batting a thousand on this update so far. Yeah, yeah, and it, this is where it kind of hit a little bit of a speed bump. We all kind of read this and we're like, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> what, 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 what? Why'd y'all touch America Chavez and Jubilee? Um, the thing is, with these cards, again, they're not really changing much of the, the cost and the powers here with these cards, but America Chavez's ability went from you always draw this card on turn six and not before to starts on the bottom of your deck, draw this on turn six. And let me read the developer comments real quick um, as to why they made this change. And they said that previously, if you were about to draw uh, America, you would just draw your next card instead. This means that over the course of the game, she's a lot more likely to be the top card of your deck. Thus far, this has been largely unimportant outside of Yondu destroying her, but it does restrict our ability to print cards that interact with the top of your deck. We expect this update to have little impact on America Chavez's functionality overall. And you know what I thought of when I when I read that that line about printing cards that interact with the top card of your deck? Howard the Duck, dude. Howard the Duck, Iron Lad. Iron Lad is another one. Yeah. So, I mean, those two cards, we know they're coming down the pipeline. We covered them a couple episodes Mm -hmm. ago, talking about the data mine stuff. To just refresh people who maybe are are unfamiliar with those cards, Howard the Duck, when you play him, you can tap that card when he's on the board, and you see what the top card of your deck is. If Chavez is there, it's like, oh, man, I can't see anything because Chavez is just constantly sitting here. So that's that makes sense. Iron Lad, when you play him, he copies the card of the top card of your deck, the the card text yeah. itself. So it becomes whatever that top card is. So now Chavez doesn't mess with that. Doesn't mess with Howard the Duck. It allows you to kind of get a good read on your cards and make some good plays. It it totally makes sense uh, to that there. And really, uh, I, I still have Chavez in several of my decks. She still functions the same. Yondu doesn't destroy her near as much. Mm-hmm. Um, if actually at all. And so it's, it's perfectly fine. And it, and really it makes sense as we go into uh, get a really get ready for may when I think Howard, the duck is going to be dropping in. Mm-hmm. So Nate, what did you think of Chavez's change? I think it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's like you said, they were sort of looking ahead, correcting some of like what was going to maybe create some like tech technical problems for them. And, mm-hmm. but functionally she does the same thing. And it's like, yep. it's, it's kind of like, well, I mean, it's good that they did it so that there aren't problems going forward, but it, yeah. it, it's kind of like a non-issue. It's like, she does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's still good for deck fixing. It's like, you know what, you yeah. know what turn six is going to look like. If you've got Chavez in your deck, you know what turn six is going to look like. So. Yep. Yep. She's still a good deck thinner. And mm-hmm. so, and that's honestly, when I read this and kind of read the, the comments, I'm like, dude, they are looking ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I love to read that because it shows that they're thinking ahead. They're making, they're, they're making their changes based off of that. And they're trying to, it really, it seems like they kind of learned a lot from the Kitty Pride incidents. Like, okay, we really need to get our crap together and hunker down and really look ahead and plan and make sure these patches hit because we don't want another situation like this. We don't want cards interfering with other cards we were planning on releasing and going from there. Mm-hmm. And so the change to Jubilee, uh, instead of adding a card from your deck to this location, she just adds the top card of your deck to this location. Apparently, uh, at one point, Jubilee uh, had that ability exactly. And so now she's back uh, to that there. And um, and so I, personally, I'm like, this doesn't really change Jubilee to me at all because uh, I always never knew what she was going to pull. And so yeah. it's still very much the same thing, you know, so she's still useful. Yeah, I, I mean, and Jubilee was just sort of like, hey, throw out there for the ride, see what happens. Um, yep, yep. So, yeah. It's if you're feeling lucky, if you're feeling Do lucky. Do you feel lucky? Now this, <laughs> now, this brings us to the final card that I was not, I was not expecting this card to be in here, but leader in a way is back. So let's go over kind of, a little bit of a roadmap, you know. We we all remember from the Zabu or Zabu Surfer era of Marvel Snap. Leader was just everywhere. He was, you know, you plop him down. He copies all the cards that you play that turn, um, or that your opponent plays, and you just play it, and you'd usually win. It's kind of a brain dead easy win. Ha ha. Leader know, was farts absolutely oppressive because it was like, yeah, it was like if it, it felt like nine times out of ten, if your opponent played leader, more often than not, they just won. Um, yep. Like yep. never felt, good. never felt good. Um, 
And what I will yeah. say is I have played the, the updated leader and mm-hmm. he's still like, he's still strong. He's a six drop. So he's a yep. big presence on the board. Yep. He will change a lot yep. of things, but you know what? He doesn't, it doesn't feel like he's the automatic win anymore. So. Yep. yep. And that's, what's good. Uh, and to catch people up, I mean, they, they nerfed him straight through the ground and out the other, out the other side of the planet. Uh, after that, he became a six cost seven power where he just copies all the cards that your opponent played to the location right of here, but on your side, which is just clunky wording uh, to begin yeah. with. And he just he, it made him uh, just virtually useless uh, to a degree. Um, you hardly ever saw him played. And when you did, you were surprised that someone was playing leader. Mm-hmm. But now they updated him. They brought him back. Uh, he's a six cost two power card. And on reveal, he copies the enemy card or cards with the highest power played that turn on your side. And man, I got to say, um, this feels good. You know where I've been slotting leader into the most? Ramps Sandman decks. Because you bring Sandman out, you drop leader, you drop Odin on top of it. It's like, there we go. <laughs> I try not to do that too much because I'm like, okay, this is scummy. Um but it's just good. You know, if I don't get the right draws, I've got leader sitting in my hand. It's turn six. I'm like, they're going to play one card. I'm going to play two. Let's see what we got. And I don't always win. I tried that against a Cerebro deck mm-hmm. once and lost really bad. Um, but there's other times where I pulled their Dr. Doom and wound up winning two lanes. I was like, okay, yeah, it works. I mean, and that's that's the thing. He now feels more manageable. I mean, the, the one thing mm-hmm. I would quibble is like, I think leader just for his ability – it needs to be either zero or one power. I mean, yeah, like, but yeah. I'm not mad about two because he's still, like I said, he's still beatable. Um, and mm-hmm. and so, like, I think it's it's cool to see him back and and being useful again. Uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, he's he's also like one of those cards that if I'd rather just like I'd delete him from the game. Um, <laughs> if, if he just disappeared, we wouldn't be like, mad. Yeah. I was like, nobody was was like, oh, my poor leader. You know, he doesn't get any play. Nobody was like bemoaning the absence <laughs> of leader. Um, but like I said, even here, it's like I, they brought him back. They brought him back in a way that feels good. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so, like, there are some decks that are just going to be able to beat them out pound for pound. I mean, yep. y- y- you know, like, a turn six with, like, a, a Sarah deck, um, they're going to they're yep. mop the floor. Like, you play leader, like, good luck, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. especially if it's... You, you can't copy all this. Yeah, yeah. you're going to copy whatever their, their biggest play is on there, and it's usually not going to be enough to, like, take... The, like, yeah, so I... I feel like this makes sense. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, and I got to say, I was never a huge fan of Leader. Mm-mm. But it is nice to see him back in a more manageable uh, manageable way. And man, I, I I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Well, and know? it's every one of these patches and every one of these updates, they make sense for the game. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think it took them a while. But if this is sort of like the cadence and this is what we can expect going forward with patches and updates then yes they are they are because i I think part of the problem is it just felt like they really weren't interested in in like really balancing the game it was like you you know glenn jones and and i have a lot of respect for that dude but like on that when everybody's like asking him about leech and he's like well we don't feel like leech is that big a deal i'm like for real dude it's like yeah like, have you played your have game? Have you played your game? And it's like, and I think like, I almost wanted to say like the sheer number of comments you are getting on this card should indicate something to you. Yep. And, yep. and yep. they did it. 100%. They did it. And they did it in a way that doesn't just make the card completely worthless, that makes it playable, yep. but it's, at the same time keeps it in check. And I'm like, that's yep. exactly what you guys need to be doing. Like these patch notes, yep. I looking yep. at every last one of these, I was like, like I said, you and I were texting a little bit back and forth. And I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I really like this. Like this, this yeah. feels really good. Like Shuri yeah. maintains her usefulness and, yep. but she's, she, she can't be a, abu- what did this patch? And again, and I've said it, I've said it a few times now, it maintains the identity and the integrity of these cards. And, 
yep. mitigates and addresses the ways that these cards were abused. And overall, yep. that is going to be a much more positive experience. Like it's you and I were talking, I don't know if we were recording when you said this, but Shuri decks, Shuri skull decks were like brain dead. Like they got yeah. played to death because like nine times out of 10, you could just win with them. And yeah, just a basic play. Line. Yeah. And it's like it, they weren't hard. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to play this. I'm going to play this, you know, turn three, turn four, turn five, turn six. Like that's mm-hmm. the game. And yeah. now with like and, and just by addressing that that card. And again, like I told you, I said, like in my Shuri skull deck, Shuri wasn't always part of my like more often than not was not part of my win condition. I had several, several yeah. routes to 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 sort of take the victory. And I I look at it and it's like. She still is, uh, and she's still a useful card for lots of decks now. But she's, oh yeah, she's not going to be abused the way that she was. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, dude, I don't, I don't hate it. I gotta say, man, it really felt like after these patch notes came out, and just looking at the Marvel Snap Discord, seeing the responses on Twitter, and even in our own Discord server, this. This really, I feel like it brought life back into the game. I think there was, and we talked about this in the epi- in a few episodes prior to this one. It just felt like a really weird time to be in Marvel Snap because you have this threat of the Shuri Skull decks just looming over everyone, and it just felt oppressive. It was a, it was still a fun game to play, but it's like it it, it wasn't at the same time. It just felt uh, just weird, right? And this, I feel like it just washed it all away. Feels like a brand new game again. Plus, I mean, I don't know if anyone has seen the new board that they put into the game when you play. Oh my gosh, it is super cool looking. Um, I'll have a video up of it uh, on YouTube so you can just see it. But between that, I mean, it just it feels like a brand new game. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like it feels like it just feels good again. And I love it, man. Plus, combine this with the over the air drops uh, patches that we're going to get. I think they said every Thursday going forward, um, either starting at the end of April or the beginning of May. I mean, we're going to see cards get buffed, cards get tweaked as the weeks go by, and then we're going to see the big patches uh, once a month. I mean, dude, it really feels like I kind of understand why they were a little more reserved over the last couple months because they were, it seemed like they were hunkering down, coming up with a plan going forward. And like, okay, if we're going to execute on this, let's make sure we do it right. And I think they nailed it out of the park, man. Between the Kitty Pride compensation stuff and then this just back to back. Man, I feel like they just earned a lot of good faith back with a lot of us players, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it feels very good. Like, a lot of the fatigue, a lot of the burnout, a lot of, like, you know, because... Those are good words, yeah. Like, yeah. A, a lot of that stuff feels like they've, they've, they've heard our complaints, and they're actually doing something mm-hmm. about it, and they're addressing the actual problems. Yeah. And I'm like, dude... Yeah. It's it's as as far as this patch goes and sort of moving forward, if this is the like the cadence that they keep, if this is sort of like they keep this 100 percent like, you you know, this was absolutely sort of I I think I mean, the game was still great, but I think they've done like they've they've looked at the things that are actually causing player burnout. They're like, hey, we can we can temper some of this and we can sort of address this. Mm -hmm. And dude, like, yeah. They did it in a way that doesn't okay. destroy, just absolutely gut these 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 decks, yeah. and actually makes it so that they become like you have to sort of lean into a little bit more finesse. I I think like I've just like overall like like I said, just chef kiss on on this patch notes like yeah. or these these patches like like one hundred percent like you guys killed it, absolute fire. Yep, well done, second lunch absolutely. or second dinner. Well done. So yeah. dinner, we, we look at these patch notes and we say, oh, yes. Very nice. Very, nice. very, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we also got to say very nice to, Nate? What's that, buddy? Listeners, if you don't want any of this spoilered stuff, uh, there's a timestamp. Just click to the next uh, segment. We'll touch on this briefly. Uh, we won't spend a whole lot of time on it just because it, it's a data mine. This stuff is subject to change. Mm. Um, but as we all know, there's a new Into the Spider-Verse movie coming out in june so there's a high probability that uh the june 2023 season is going to be spider-man themed and a data mine dropped we saw some of the new cards Mm -hmm. uh and man i gotta say 
I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Spider-Man 2099 is my favorite Spider-Man. The fact that Miguel O'Hara is coming into the game in a crazy way mm-hmm. makes me so happy. But let me go through these cards here. Uh, let me not just not focus on Spider-Man 2099. So the new cards we got, and we had kind of seen these um, a little bit and got a peek at some of their abilities, but now we've got even more data. And so we have the cards that I'm going to go over here and you'll see them on your screen. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you have ghost spider who is spider Gwen. Uh, it's a two cost three power card with an on reveal ability that says the last card you played moves here, bro. Mm-hmm. Slot her in a, in a move deck and let's get crazy, mm-hmm. man. Oh my goodness. Then you also have spider ham. Who's a, <laughs> or spider him uh, a one cost one power card with an on reveal ability of transform the highest cost card in your opponent's hand into a pig keeping its power and cost the pig has the only card text it has is oink yep that that's a destroyed card i immediately saw this and thought this would be disgusting in a bounce deck man mm-hmm. with beast falcon just don't do it, man. Don't do it. I'm going to, but don't do it, people. The next one is my boy, Spider-Man 2099. Four cost, five power card that says the first time this moves to a location, destroy an enemy card there. Oh, boy. I want to I want to play with it. And then you got Silk rounding things out. Two cost, five power after any card is played here. This moves to another location. Throw Silk and a Ghost Spider into a move deck and let's get let's get the party Dude, started, man. Well, and we've talked about move sort of being an underappreciated and undervalued yep. meta, like a deck style. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so like we've got Stegron coming. We've got Jeff yep. now who sort of is in the move arsenal. And yep. we're gonna have like Miles has always been like a a, a value. Uh, sp- like uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man has always been like a value card in a move deck. You know, you move, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a five power for one cost. Like, dude, yep. like it's, it's going to be crazy. Um, like yeah. move is go- like, in if, if all these cards come out the way that there's like, like we're seeing, um, move is going to get a massive shot in the arm. Um, and dude, like yep. you kind of, you talked about Spider-Ham Dude, he's like a mini leech, and I love it. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he, he's so it's like you know, and because and and how many cards like so like you know, Devil Dino, he's he's one of my favorites. He's almost always in in my deck, right? It's going to turn Devil mm-hmm. Dino in nothing but a five three. He's going to be a very expensive yep. pig. Um, you know, any like, you know, if you, you've got Darkhawk in your hand, you've got a worthless four drop. If that's if that's sort of like your highest, you know, your most expensive card or whatever. But what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. with the the nerf to leech to where like he's nuking turn six, and it's like with Spider Pig being a one drop, like man, he's he's gonna he's going to be super annoying. I, I know I know we're all saving our tokens for high evolutionary in May, but I'm gonna be honest. I might forego high evolutionary and just spring my uh, next set of tokens for spider ham. Cause I love playing bounce decks. It's, honestly, bounce decks is one of my favorite just archetypes to play. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I want to slot him into a bounce deck and just go, cr- <laughs> go ham, go with ham. Him. <laughs> well, dude. And I mean, it like when you look at the staples of the bounce deck, it's like Iceman Scorpion, make me throw up in the back of my mm-hmm. mouth a little bit. Um, you know, you throw a <laughs> spider ham into that mix and it's like, yep. you're just, you're disrupting, like r- basically yep. ruining hands. And it's like, yeah, it's going to make people mad, but It'll be fun yep. to play, probably. It will. Absolutely. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, they did reveal some of the other things that are coming in that season pass. It looks like Ghost Spider is the season pass card, so we're all going to get to play with that card. Of course, you get a, some great new variants uh, for Spider-Man and Miles in here. I'll let you all take a look at those on Marvel Snap Zone's page. So that way, you all give them the clicks and go check out their website. Because really, I, I use Marvel Snap Zone for literally everything uh, relating to the show and just uh, me playing the game. You get some great Spider-Man avatars, some sick Spider-Man card backs. One is Spider-Gwen. The other one is uh, Miguel O'Hara, just looking all kinds of fierce on the back of the card. And then, of course, you get your variant for Ghost Spider, your season pass card. Man, it was uh, an impressive data mine. 
lot of cool stuff coming to the game. Oh, there's a sick variant for Master Mold. There's a whole slew of variants that are coming to the game uh, that I'll let y'all take a look at on, again, Marvel Snap Zones page. I will highlight uh, Sandman has one coming out. Sandbay! We all... We all know the Salt Bay meme where the guy's holding that, you know, sprinkling salt. It's literally Sandman doing that. It is so perfect. Uh, definitely, y'all go check that out. Some really cool variants uh, coming in, man. It's just, yeah. again, this game has some really sick variants uh, for their cards, man. I just, I can't get over the Spider-Man 2099 variants. I want that Dan Hip one, man. I'll love me some Dan Hip. Give it Dude, to me. Uh, it's just like, and and again, like we'll probably bring it up when it comes up. It's like I just want them to fix some of the pricing. Like you guys, they gotta get yeah. this pricing figured out. Like, yeah, absolutely. Gotta you absolutely. gotta gotta gotta. It's it's nuts, dude. Um, it's nuts. It's like if someone showed the um, the Venomized Thor and Lady Sif bundle that they're throwing out here at the end of April 5, or May gold? or something like that. It's 5,000 gold, and I'm like, that's not – I don't think that's quite $100, but, I mean, it's it's a lot, dude. And I'm like, man, I can't keep doing this. I've got other games I, I want to pick up. I, Second dinner, what do you expect Well, and, and I think, like, the one thing is, like, so, you know, and I don't want to take too long. You know, we're already sort of, like, running a little long-ish. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like, dude, like, they just got to They got to bring it down. Like, start looking at yeah. like you guys have the battle pass. Just make because yeah. these are mostly cosmetics, kind of that you're getting most yeah. of the time. Make it a little more, m- bit more manageable. That's it. That's all you guys got to do. Yeah, that's all they got to do. And Nate, you know what else we got to do before we head out? Mm. Give our favorite card highlight, man. What is a card that maybe you're playing a lot of here lately and you're really enjoying, or it's um, it's one that you maybe think people are sleeping on. Just a little too much. I mean, I've been playing a, a Thanos control deck that I really like. Um, I can't recommend like that. That that deck's just great. Um, you know what? What yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out of that is Professor X, man. Professor X. Mm. Uh, and I was I was it's gonna go a slightly different direction, but I was like, what's in that deck? And I was like, oh, I really like Professor X. Um, yeah. He's one of those cards that, especially when you got him paired with like Daredevil just can make for an absolutely mm-hmm. killer turn five. It's perfect. Um, yeah. But I just, I love his ability. I love just, uh, y- you know, he's got some great variants. Um, so yeah. I, I just think like the fact that like he's a staple of a lot of your destroyer style decks, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He's great for just shutting, like, you know, you, you see your opponent building like some silly combo or something just nope. Professor X can say no, and then you you can sort of like you can use Nova to add power to the cards. You can sort of blue marble. You can do all sorts of stuff um, to sort of add mm-hmm. to that lane. But he's just a great card, dude. Like, and a lot of yeah. times, like he's like if you've got that like unplayable lane, like Death's Altar or Death's Domain or whatever, you just throw him on there. Boop. No more of that. Yep. Nobody's using it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He. It's a good time, man. Professor X has quickly become one of my new favorite cards just because of his versatility, man. He He's great at doing what he does. And, man, if you play him on the same lane, someone plays a Galactus, <laughs> you just won. Like, that's that's your game. Mm-hmm. It's your unless they have unless they have Jeff, but I doubt they do um, throw Jeff in your deck. And then as I go into this, I had a card planned and now I'm torn between two and Honestly, I don't think I've shouted this card out uh, apart from earlier in this episode. But with Bass dropping to Series 3, man, it's a no-brainer. She is a great card, very versatile, and a lot of bounce decks, Cerebro decks, just even Sarah decks. I mean, it's uh, you throw Darkhawk in there too, it's a good time. But Bast is is a really, really good card. Uh, you can even throw – that's the thing about – the great thing about Bast, Bast, I don't even know how you say it correctly. You can throw that card in just about any deck. Again, just about any deck, not every deck. And it becomes yeah. that much stronger. You, you throw her in a destroy deck, your Carnage – is an extra power. Mm-hmm. Your venom is an extra two power. So he's getting even beefier. I mean, it's it's crazy. You drop it with Null in your hand. I mean, Null gets an extra three. So I mean, just builds on top of it. And sometimes that extra point, those extra points, make all the difference. Yeah. And so, 
I, I really, I, I know Shuri's dropping down and people are probably like, mm, you know, let me get, let me get Shuri, you know, let me double my cards. Power. Y- y'all don't sleep on Bast. I'm, I'm serious. Bast is going to be like it, out of, out of the two, like, it, and I played a mess of Shuri and I just picked up Bast not too long ago, but out of the two, I'd say mm-hmm. pound for pound, you're absolutely dead on with that assessment. Like she is going to be the more useful card. Like if you're playing mm-hmm. Angela, if you're playing Bishop, you're doing like the Mysterio no things. Yep. Like she yep. just adds value, period. Um, yep. So it's oh, and it, if you got the if you got Hit Monkey with the season pass, extra three power right there, he gets even beefier. I mean, dude, she no turns Hit Monkey into an absolute monster. I mean. Yep. He he's coming out as a base two three, and he's getting plus two yep. for every card that gets played before him. Like he can yep. get nar- like she's like I said, pound yep. for pound, she is going to add more value to more decks. That it's not to say yep. Shuri, Shuri's a great card. I'm not saying like don't right, get Shuri, right. but I'm just right. saying like Bast is going to like slot into a lot more decks than Shuri. Absolutely. So. With that being said, uh, listeners, let us know uh, if you're going to be picking up any of the cards coming down to Series 3 um, and just what your thoughts are on the patches uh, overall. And if you tuned into the spoiler data mine section of the episode, let us know your thoughts on that as well. Uh, but there's, um, yeah, that's this episode of Snapshatter. Nate, where can folks find you, man? Where can they hang out with uh, you? You know, in 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 the TRG Discord, I'm, I'm there around uh, my other podcasts, the breakdown discord. I'm, I'm there. I'm all over the internet and the various socials at Nate underscore McKeever. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to be too spicy, but occasionally like, you know, we got to take out the trash, baby. Hashtag taking out that trash. There you go. Dude. I I love seeing the screenshots you post that just say hashtag take out the trash. I'm like, let's go, let's go. And you know, I said early in the show, you know, uh, when, when we did snap or tap a while back, Wong, Whenever time one, anytime one came out, I would, I would retreat. But man, seeing you stuff these Wong decks so much, just taking them down, still beating them, even though they dropped Gambit on you and destroyed most of your cards, you're still winning. Ah, you'll love to see. Yeah, it. I don't know if I, I haven't you'll posted it on Twitter yet. Um, but yeah, that that one's definitely going up. It's definitely going to be a, t- a hashtag taken out the trash nominee. It's a good time. Well, I'm the theologian. You find me on uh, Twitter, uh, the TRG Discord as well, and maybe uh, we'll play in Marvel Snap as well. Mm. Maybe in the upcoming tournament that we have mm. going on. You gotta get in the Discord to find out information about that, though. So, with that being said, y'all, thank you for listening to Snapchat. Or leave us nice reviews on all of the podcast platforms. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Leave a nice little comment down below. Consider subscribing to the channel as well. Follow us on Twitter and all that jazz. And until next time, keep on snapping. We'll see you in the next episode. Made Logan, ready to get rolling. Check your deck, wanna know what you're holding. I'm a few to lose. Give me them cues. I'ma do the snap. Tell me what you wanna do. Come on. Let's go toe to toe. Mumble at my straight thumb, ready to win, yo. Give me the mic. Give me the I'm finna rap about it. Don't matter about it. Chatter about it. Let's snap. Snap, 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 snap. I'm gonna, snap, I'm gonna snap, 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 snap. snap.